Hello everyone, trust you're doing wonderful today. I want to believe your day is going well, either it's going perfect and hope you're fine, hope you're good. Well, recently some things have caught my attention among young folks today and sadly among uh, Christians so-called, including pastors. Now, I do not mean to spite here and these subjects are as regards um, pertaining, I mean, to relationships and one of it is premarital sex i want to read a recent survey by someone he says according to the national association of evangelicals 80 percent of married evangelical christians between the ages of 18 to 19 admit to having had premarital sex a shocking figure when measured against the number of pledges made in youth ministries and wristbands worn endorsing abstinence around the country throughout the late 80s and early 90s now my big question here is why is there a great chasm between our christian beliefs and a social purity i would say that civilization has done more harm than good and it's a tree of knowledge of good and of intense evil you know and um, there is an important dynamic in the role and in the, in the subject of purity and purity is not is not easy but it's worth waiting that's what i tell people it's worth waiting you know waiting is worth the while and um i realized that some people and even some christians do not like talking about topics and subjects like this because it, it is it seems uncomfortable but the truth is as uncomfortable as this subject is a lot of young people have fallen into this trap and I think it's high time people have to be open-minded and talk about issues like this among young people, making them understand that it is normal at some point, you admit the feeling is there, you admit that um, the feeling is there and then your body could get hyper, you could get hyper sometimes, but then you tell them what the word says and why they have to wait and why it's not yet, not, you know, outright no, but giving explanations. Well, even concerning the aspect of um, sexual purity, I read something in my status yesterday and I was saying concerning that line, that um, you got to test the good before, you know, going in for it and getting it. Now, I want to ask the men outside there that are listening to me, for the guys, I've asked my friends, how long and how many ladies you want to sleep with before hitting the one? Because really, we human beings think that in our own finite mind, we can um, attend to issues personally and we do trial and error. We keep trying and trying and then if it eventually fails, we begin to complain. And for the ladies, how long do you want to hoe around for, huh? How long do you want to keep hoeing around? And even if eventually you get somebody that will settle down with you and you've tried the person, the person is settling down with a fairly used. Well, as difficult as um, that is to take in, it's the truth. Now, I was saying I posted some of my status. First off, it's a big problem when people are comparing, when a person begins to compare a material thing, a substance to a human being. That's why you begin to hear that line, I, I got to test the goods before using it. If you know the human being is not just a human being, but a spirit being. And a human being is, is not just a human being because the human race isn't just by chance if you understand that you will not start comparing a human being to a substance now that's a big problem and then when you begin to do that 
that's where I, I've seen this line played out so many times. Now they say, um, um, you first off, you only test vestibules, you, you only test material substances, and I don't think it is nice personally to be saying, I want to, I want to do this. You know, I would say that what people call old fashioned is what they'll eventually, if anybody's going to be happy in their relationships, trust me, even if you're not Christian and you're listening to me, people say, when you tell them, um, this is what the word says about, um, sex. This is what the word says about relationships. This is what the word says about marriage. They'll tell you, Oh, come on, girl. It's old school. You know, this is, this is the new age. You know, this is a new school. And I would ask you, I asked a, a pertinent question yesterday, in my WhatsApp status. I said, okay, with the new school that we have today, how has it been with the new school that we have today, the new civilization? How has it been with the alarming and high rate of divorce among people? You know, recently I saw that a uh, 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 attorney in Abuja was complaining that she had about 4,000 divorce papers on her desk from just Abuja alone. And she says, this marriage is not even up to a year. And so I ask people, when, when you tell them the word says they tell you, Come on now, it's old fashioned. Now, I want to talk about sex here. People, there's, there's this word that the Bible uses. The word no, K-N-O-W, the word no. It is used in worship and it's used for sex. When the word says um, Adam knew his wife, the same word is used when you want to worship. So sex is worship. And I am um, quoting and um, alluding to what Michelle McKinney Hammond, you know, said one time in, in, a, in a girl talk um, show. She says sex is worship. And I agree. Worship is giving all that you are and all that you have to someone, to, to, to someone. And that, that is what the word is restoring us back to, you know, righteousness with God and, and holy living, joy in the Holy ghost. And that oneness and intimacy that God wants us to have with him. Now she says that, you know, okay, personally, and, um, generally, I don't know if anyone has noticed out there that it is difficult to break up with somebody that you slept with than it is to break up with somebody that you've not slept with. Now, usually when you're breaking up with a person, you actually cannot stand them. You want them to leave. You know, you can't just wait for them to leave your life. But what actually makes you mourn them is because you've given out pieces of yourself. You've, you've given out all of yourself that you cannot get back. And so you begin to, you know, ponder upon it and mourn it. That is what you're mourning. And so... Um, Michelle McKenney also says dating is not, and I want to really correct that dating is not for mating. A lot of young people have put the, uh, is it cat before the horse? Dating is not for mating. Dating is not the time you jump into bed with a person you hardly know. Dating is a time for you to collect data, information, strong information about a person getting to know a person first like she will say before the laying of hands and until you know that god is the lover of your soul and until he's willing to give over give you over to someone in covenant who can also lay down his life for you just like he did they ain't supposed to get any 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 part of your body they're not supposed to get access to any part of your body you know and um, I would also say that 
sex is spiritual intermingling you know when these things happen ladies sometimes feel even men that sex is physical you know but you gotta get to a place where you change your mind and you change every other thing when you change your mind i get to where people keep arguing about these things and they're like oh um um there's nothing wrong in it you know that no you don't have time for that sex is spiritual intermingling some of us have mixed the spirits and mixed the uh destinies with demons and then we begin to have problem and then we begin to blame the problem on a, a old woman that is just sitting down there in front of your house or the other neighborhood like africans uh, uh they like doing that a lot not that there isn't that but some of us we cause problems for ourselves by the things that we do you know and then it is spiritual intermingling and then we give a prop uh, ourselves problem when we mix a spirit with other p- people's spirits you know and sex being worship some people give it excuse like i said civilization makes you an enemy of god if you're not careful because now this issue of purity is not just a youth issue we should be able to talk about how we feel the tingling sensations that we feel and the times where our our sex drive um our sex drives the lol and then we'll um, maintain purity more into adulthood so i guess there are a lot of churches that and ministries that do not talk about it they don't feel comfortable to talk about it but the more you don't talk about it the more people fall victim of this thing so i think it's something that should be talked about also michelle mckinney i'm also alluding to her again she says um when she says sex is worship she says some of us go ahead to deliberately break god's word by saying there's nothing wrong with it because civilization says this look i don't care if civilization says uh, personally now no matter what civilization says and um no matter what even if all the stars and big 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 guys and ladies in the world are saying this is it what god calls sin is sin sin is sin you know and so when you deliberately break god's word you subject the holy spirit to rape because when you're sleeping with that guy or that girl the holy spirit doesn't live there and what is rape taking a person against their own will and that's what you do to the holy spirit okay apart from that we all know the normal laws and on um fornication you know my body i carry god my body is the temple on the flip side um you know your body is the temple of the holy spirit you know and um, on the other side again sometimes we need to ask ourselves personal questions who am i deceiving you know you've done this with this guy you've done that with this guy as he made the guy stay you know i got um, a couple of questions from ladies and i'm always surprised because what comes to my mind first is when i'm asked question like oh i've been dating this guy for so so time and then this guy hasn't proposed for so so time and the time span could be three four five six years and then i keep wondering what's up and then i realize that some of these ladies we and these guys they shack up and then you begin to complain that this guy does not you know he's not ready to commit now like steve will say steve Harvey why would a guy pay for something that is already getting freely from you you know i think it's high time that we begin to put a price tag and i'm not not talking about money here i'm talking about dignity put value on your dignity when you put value on your dignity people 
will treat you the same way you want to be treated. If you do not put value on your dignity, trust me, you're going to be seeing different kind of things. And when you settle for less, a lot of us settle for less because we don't know what we're entitled to. We don't even know who we are. When you know that you're a daughter of God, you know who you are, you know what you're entitled to, you do not settle for less. So now, dating, like I said, is not for mating, but for collecting data. And then another subject here, I'm going to come back to this because this is a part one and it's a it's a, a very very vast subject that has been causing a lot of controversy and quickly before i go to the second um, part of what i was talking about um earlier another thing that has been a huge controversy among christians today that shocks and surprises me especially when you say you're a christian is kissing is making out now the word says in different places i can count Flee youthful loss, flee fornication. Marriage is honorable, the bed undefiled. Flee any appearance of evil. And then some people say kissing is okay, making out is okay. I said earlier, it's a spiritual intermingling. And then that only sets the precedence for something um, for sex. Because when you make out, definitely after a while, your defenses weaken and then you give room to the devil to get a foothold in your life. You know, so I think the word says flee. Whatever, God is an holy God and doesn't joke with anybody when it comes to his word. When it says flee, when it says do something, I think it is better we are a weird air. And the title of this podcast is The Old Fashioned. People don't want to, people will tell you this is old fashioned, but I'll tell you the old fashioned still works. Even if you're not a Christian and you're having a good relationship, you're using parts of what is in the old school and that's why it's working for you. Because if you want to go what the new school is selling you today, I don't think that will work at all. You know, and um, the, the next subject I want to talk about is ladies proposing to men. First off, um, with all due respect, that is just when order is distorted, there is a huge unbalance in everything. It upsets everything. And I have said civilization is a curse. It has done more harm than good. We live in a deadly, a very, very lethal age. That even people, you be young ones that are growing up, it, it, uh, and the ones coming um after us if you're not careful everything every everybody has been overtaken everyone has been overtaken so now god will have said in the word that um um for this cause like i said in my status yesterday for this cause shall a woman leave her husband and leave her parents i mean and cling to her husband I would say that God is the greatest grammarian. Christ is the greatest grammarian I've ever seen. There's nothing he ever said by accident. When the word says, for this cause shall a man leave his parents, he didn't say the woman. There's a certain law that should be followed. And another thing is, he didn't say, okay, I'm taking, um, I'm taking Adam from Eve's side. No, look, people today, ladies today, I said, I'm going to come back to this. They think um submission is subservient um, being subservient being submissive doesn't make you subservient a real man knows that leadership it takes its leadership is responsibility and not superiority and so even if a man is the head uh, is your head that is in covenant in marriage when you guys get before god he sees you as the same 
When people begin to understand these things, it makes life easier. Nobody's bossing anybody. And God does not step one sex down than the other. It's totally different. Like Christ said when the, the Pharisees asked him this question, he said, from the beginning it was not so. But because of the hardness of your hearts, that is why this is so. And then marriage is God's idea. I keep telling people marriage is God's idea and is the oldest of all institutions. It's the oldest school. So whether we like it or not, if it's going to work, there's a manual for it. And then we have to take the manual and then we have to use the manual. Another thing is that men lose the um, innate ability to pursue and win the affection of their spouse. When a lady takes the responsibility of proposing to a man, it is complete. I don't know. It's, it, it's in, I, I want to say it's insulting to God. Let him chase you. That is what the perfect example did for us. Christ was the perfect example of a groom. He chased the church, the bride. Let him chase you, pursue you, cover you, fight for you. That is what is, that is his God-given duty. That is, that is his God-given responsibility. I know someone has told me one time that, oh, what of, um, um, if a man is shy? That is why the word is there. There are things that are in us that, fine, we can help ourselves. But if you pray to God, Lord, I want to do this. I want to do that. I think the problem is we're trying to put civilization before what God says. And when you want to put civilization before what God says, you're going to have problem. Even if you're a shy person, if you approach God, look, he knows you inside out better than yourself. He knows how to bring that woman to you without stress. And there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for distorting everything. God is a God of order and precision. And he loves things being done in an orderly way. So um, when ladies propose to men, you know, uh, marriage models the kingdom of God. That's another point. Marriage models the kingdom of God. And that was why I was saying that Christ is a perfect example of a bride, of, um, of a bridegroom. Because he pursued us, he chased us, he kept fighting for us. And then that is what he expects. Because the word says, husbands, love your wives. Wives, submit to your husbands. Even and, um, husbands, um, wives, submit to your husbands. And the husbands submit to Christ because Christ is the head of the church. Now, there is a spiritual order. When you as a lady now jump into battle and take the gun from the man, I'm just using that as a, as a type, and you take the gun from the man, what he's using to hunt, and then you say you want to do it yourself, I think we are only causing more problems. So, And um, men initiate, women respond. Lastly, that's what I want to talk about. Men initiate, women respond. Okay, people, whatever questions you have, this is my WhatsApp number. If you have any questions, 081 081-025-66890. 081-025-66890. Let me know what you think, and I'm definitely going to come back to you because this is a part one. Thanks, guys.